0: Question, when was the last time you did something just for you, for no particular purpose or outcome, no box being ticked off your to-do list, but for the simple reason that it feels good to you, and you did that without guilt? Hmm. On today's show, I'm excited for you to meet my pal Denise Bakker. Denise is an incredible feminine energy coach and together we're talking all about that disconnected feeling and discontent that can really bubble up when we're not living with purpose and passion and about the sense of lost identity that can also result from becoming a mother. I know I was definitely there and how you can turn all of this around by reconnecting with yourself. Denise shares with us her journey through depression and into a really tumultuous time of spiritual awakening, which culminated in her finally, seeking and receiving the support she needed instead of, and this is going to resonate with some of us, right, always being that support to others. And in doing this, she discovered her purpose and consciously fell in love with herself in the process. Yay! Doesn't that sound so good? And if that weren't enough reason to keep listening, then I think that the promise of learning what on earth a conscious shower is, is going to be. Let's go meet Denise. You're listening to the Limitless Mother Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice. You and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, it's moi, your business bestie, Cory Javid from corriejavid.com. How are you doing, my loves? Thank you for so many of you sent me really beautiful messages about um, the bonus podcast episode last week. I knew that um, kind of sharing the fact that I'd hit that um, lockdown wall was going to be an important thing just because, like, so many of us are are in that space or are taking our turns in feeling that way. And so I'm so glad that it connected with so many of you and just gave you um, that extra kind of layer of permission if you felt like you needed it just to be feeling whatever it is that you're feeling right now. So. Love you guys. Um, so, anyway, we are back with another installment with Self Love Month. And this is actually so perfect. So, I have a guest on the show today, one of my Instagram pals, Denise Backer. And her and I have been friends online for quite some time now. Um, you're going to absolutely love her. I say that about all of our guests, right? But it's because I only bring on guests that you're going to love, <laughs> obviously, because <laughs> I'm your business bestie. It's what I do for you. Um, But yeah, the thing is, is we actually recorded this back in December and for various um, joint reasons decided to sit on it for a little while. And it's perfect because she was like, I'm ready. I was like, I'm ready. And actually the timing could not be more perfect because what we're talking about today really in a nutshell is falling in love with yourself um, and Denise's story and her techniques and tools in that and like what perfect timing to bring her episode to the show than in this self-love month. So, so good. Um, so I'll give you just a bit of an update over here. Um, What's been going on? Well, lots of you have been signing up for and loving my Biz Bestie voice memos. I am having such a blast (laughs) recording these (laughs) and feeling like um, just having that extra bit of connection with you. If you haven't checked them out, do. corryjavid.com forward slash Bestie, B-E-S-T-I-E. They're literally small, off the cuff, totally unedited, unfiltered, unplanned, just voice memos from me, your business bestie about all manner of topics. And it sparked some really interesting conversations off the back of them too. So I'm loving creating them and i'm loving that so many of you are loving them so all the love going around of course because it's it's self love month right um so that's what's going on here it's my um, it was well, it was my husband's birthday but we're celebrating it this um, coming weekend as well as valentine's day which will basically just look like eating and cooking lots of delicious food and drinking lots of alcohol because <laughs> that's all we can do to really celebrate right now um in lockdown but i am actually really looking forward to it um it's going to be lovely and total offshoot but do you know what we're really into as a family right now um we're all loving watching maybe you've already seen it maybe watched the whole thing already. but on um channel five the program called our yorkshire farm we're absolutely obsessed with it (laughs) it's this woman if you haven't seen it well it's actually a husband and wife they own a massive farm in the Yorkshire Dales and they have nine children which seems insane but actually it really works when you watch it um so don't go being surprised if I come on the show and tell you I've bought a farm anytime soon (laughs) I think it looks delightful in a very kind of like I'm saying that with fully owned naivety I don't think it actually looks delightful. I know it's a lot of hard work, but there's a lot about it that just really appeals to me. Just that being so connected with nature and being out on the moors all the time. Probably, I mean, if my husband heard this, he'd probably be laughing uproariously because he knows <laughs> that probably within. Like a day of owning a farm, I'd be complaining and saying, but it's cold and windy outside, and I just want to stay inside by the fire and drink tea. <laughs> I don't want to go out and herd sheep. And he'd be out there doing it on his own. Anyway, <laughs> that's what's been going on over here. We're very much into that. We're into anything right now that's about kind of, I don't know, living a slightly different life. I think, it, I guess, this kind of lockdown and just um, life in general, we've been considering kind of more how we're living our lives. Living our lives a bit more intentionally. We're intentional in really s- some areas, um, which I will talk about on the show at some point. But yeah, it's just kind of giving us a bit of pause for thought. Like, what do we, what do we want to be shaping our lives like? What do we want to be doing? What kind of experience do we want to be creating for our daughter? Yeah. So we've been watching that. We've been watching, like I said before, Eamon and Beck on YouTube. They traveled the world in a, sprinter, a converted sprinter van for three years, and now they're restoring a log cabin in the woods in Canada. It's like, like my dream. Um, yeah, so all of these kind of different, I don't know if it's just escapism that um, we're craving right now, um, or if we're genuinely considering a different way of life. Um, watch the space, I'll keep you informed. So let's get into falling in love with yourself with my pal, Denise Backer. So you're going to really particularly love this episode. If you've ever felt like you've lost a sense of yourself or your identity, I know I definitely did um, early on in motherhood. Um, If you ever felt like, is this it? Or I know I'm supposed to be doing more, but I've got no idea what. Again, I totally identify with that one in the past when I was in the corporate space. That's how I was pretty much always feeling. If either of those ring true for you or have rung true for you, then you're going to love today's episode. And if you're not feeling totally in love with yourself yet, then you're going to totally love today's episode. Um, Denise's super generous in sharing like she's really real with us about sharing her story her journey with postnatal depression and also her spiritual awakening i love hearing a spiritual awakening story don't you i know right so good um and she's got the best exercise you're gonna love this to help you reconnect with yourself and i know so many of you are going to be doing this and telling us about it So let me tell you a little bit about Denise, but then let's get her in here so that she can tell you a bit more herself. But she started her spiritual journey more than 15 years ago now, so way more than me. Um, And during that time, she supported lots of women in lots of different ways through their spiritual practice. Um, I won't go into all of the details of her story because she's going to share them with you. Um, But in a nutshell, through her own um, challenges, suffering and difficulties, she learned to kind of like heal herself. And then she brought her experience to supporting other women. And that also supported her. Does that make sense? And then she kind of emerged from this cocoon so much stronger and braver. And finally, and this is the bit I love the most, her true self. And so since then she's realized like what her real passion is and that's bringing women together to help them liberate their inner goddess and so these days Denise is a feminine energy coach but she's also a qualified international spiritual coach an intuitive card reader I've had a card reading by her before an angelic Reiki and Tantra practitioner too Ooh. um so let's get Denise onto the show welcome to the show Denise. Thank you for having me, Corey. I'm excited to have you here. So the listeners won't know this, but we've kind of like become Instagram friends. I love like Instagram friends. I don't know about you. It's such a great way to connect with women. And one of the things that we share is a love of like Netflix series and recommending backwards and forwards Yeah, and reading the same books as well, like The Power of Now and how we like get something different from it every time, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. So I love this. And I just like to share that little bit because I don't know about you, but I feel like Instagram can be one of those places that people feel can be kind of toxic or there's lots of comparisonitis and stuff. But actually, my experience is so often like I just meet the like most amazing women like you and like have made so many really genuine connections with people. I think if you have that kind of perspective on it and go to it with that intention, it can be a completely different experience. Do you agree? No, yeah, Absolutely with my business page so I have two I have my personal page
1: because that's where I first started Mm. and I did have those elements of people that I started following just because other people followed or it was suggested to to me um I would look at them like oh oh they're having fun or or etc etc but I quickly learned stop following them like it's Mm. not serving me why am I actively going to punish myself by scrolling through it <laughs> yes. that way
0: oh um, my goodness that's such a good way of describing it Why am I gonna punish, punish myself exactly yes. literally
1: going in to punish myself so I quickly yeah. stopped that but with my business page of course it's set up with positivity um mm. so I get in that I follow likes of you I follow other mm. people and people follow me etc so it's been so nice I can't even remember how long we've been talking now I think it's
0: nearly a year I think okay. so, yeah. it no, been a good A good while, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I agree. It can be such a positive space if that's what you're going for. As soon as somebody's account makes me feel less than or like, oh, I should be doing this or that, first of all, I'll check myself and be like, yeah. well, hang on, is there something here that I need to look at internally? And then I'll just decide, do I want to keep following this person? Yes or no? Most
1: exactly. of the time, <laughs> the most time no, exactly click off and then definitely do yep. the healing that I need to do to sort that mm. out but yeah yeah, absolutely
0: oh so I'm so excited to have you on the show today because we've been chatting about this for a little while and getting you on and it's so great to actually have you here um so I would love the listeners to get to know Denise a little bit and I think I would love us to start with so often I start with like how did you get into your business but actually I would love us to start because I believe it goes a bit back further than that with your like spiritual journey because it's very much part like your business mm-hmm. um and so I'd love us to start with like you know how you got into your spirituality I know you kind of experienced a spiritual awakening at some point so just give us the lowdown on that
1: so from if we go way back so you'll probably see on my picture <laughs> when people see the podcast I look quite young
0: <laughs> and I'm smiling now oh, but um you do now as well yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, back when I was about twenty, I was introduced to Buddhism, mm. and that was a beautiful experience. It was literally like I found something that I didn't know I was looking for. It was it was oh, wow. it was yeah. it was like that first turn just, just clicked.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I got into that, and it was just snowballed. In, in the mm. sense of really engulf myself in buddhist practices it was a lot of things that i believed anyway about reincarnation mm. law of attraction mm-hmm. um, might have used different terminologies but yeah. pretty much the same thing um so i still class myself as a buddhist even though i'm not actively practicing now but the principles yep. are still there and the belief system is still there so yeah started then it's a very community orientated um So we would have in our area local uh, members that would come to your home um, Mm. or you would go to theirs and we would have meetings and so forth. And so Mm. through that, I've started supporting women and I became a young women's leader. Oh, wow. And I would support women through whatever issues Mm. or joys, wins, whatever that they were going through that they needed supported from me. So I always had that and always went through that. Um, was
0: that still in your 20s
1: that was still in my 20s so I was still doing my crazy 20s as many probably know what you do crazy stuff um (laughs) but I was still I feel by having the practice I was still able to be grounded Mm. and I possibly could have done even more crazier stuff if I hadn't had the Buddhism practice to keep me in track so that was interesting
0: yeah that was it was amazing Looking... I feel like I really wish I'd found Buddhism <laughs> in my twenties. <20s. laughs> I'm kind of really reflecting on how different my twenties might have been had I had I been into Buddhism. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. So there was lots of things um now looking back, like when I was much younger, before I even mm. met Buddhism, there was um depression. There was yeah. times where I wanted to just stand in my room and, and not be disturbed or disappear. Not disappear as in from the house but disappear from friends and what have you kind and not retreat in retreat yeah. not and being of a younger age and not having or knowing any different I wasn't really aware like oh actually maybe you needed support with the with, with mm. this type of thing and so forth but I did just, you
0: realize that you had depression at that age or do you I just realize kind of looking back
1: looking back yes, yeah it was always yeah. the
0: hindsight of looking back
1: and and it was no, no discredit to my mom, but it was like, come on, it's fine, you'll be okay.
0: Come on, up again, yeah, chin up, yep, yeah. chin up. Yeah. Um,
1: <sighs> and just like, oh, okay, yeah, I feel better. And just, just to go on. Mm. um So through my twenties, as I said, crazy times, fun times, but kept grounded. But then when I um had my first child, and I was mm. twenty eight, then that's when I got postnatal, mm, yeah. and that was tough. Um, yeah. And it was tough in the sense that I still had that issue, attitude of, oh, come on, chin up. It's been fine. You'll be okay. Okay, having a down day. We just
0: kind of want to, like, clear it away tidily somehow, don't yeah. we? And, like, not just be like, actually, do you know what? I need some help with this. I'm not feeling great. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. I yeah. did eventually go to the doctors, and I was diagnosed with um, postnatal.
0: Mm. But
1: for me, um, they offered tablets. And yeah. I was—they offered tablets. There was no let's put in some counselling or let us mm. any type of no data, further support. No, yeah. no, no other service support. And I was never a tablet person. i never have yeah. been, so I didn't take them. So Eve and I lied <laughs> and said so, that I did because <laughs> You're I was like, yeah, I'm totally taking those. <laughs> yeah. So I went further and further in um, in
0: helping the other women. Yeah. Um, do you think you kind of just threw yourself in into that as uh, a way of exactly. sort of not not, not, dealing. not as a way of of dealing but not dealing at the same time exactly yeah. exactly
1: yep. I really felt I felt the, the the love and the you know when you're coaching someone and you feel when they're having their wins you just feel so great mm. so they're, they're almost is, as good
0: if not better than your own yeah. wins, right, yes. right. yeah
1: right so I was always yeah. striving for that it was like <laughs> kind of addictive like getting them to have their wins and I yes. feel that as well I was like yeah um. Don't worry about me. I'm I'm good because I'm getting these. You know, I'm helping yeah. others, and that's okay. So I really went through that. And I was just consistently helping everyone else. Mm. But I would actually finish a meeting. I would go home and just be silent or down or just however yeah. I was. It's, it's it actually I could feel myself actually getting tense thinking about it because it was oh, you go back to that yeah. emotion. So going through that. So from twenty eight to I don't even I know. It just it just blurs into one really. Just yeah. continued going with that. Had my my daughter. Like I came out of it slowly, but not 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 too much. Mm. I was one of the first people in my friend group to have have a child, so mm-hmm. felt a bit lonely in that sense as well. Yeah, that can be tough. Yeah, but yeah. Found um mummy groups and was, was making new friendships in that in those in those circles.
0: But did you find that anybody in those circles was talking about postnatal depression? No no because
1: and to be honest um I was really good at hiding it
0: Mm,
1: I knew right I'm gonna go out from this time to this time we're gonna have a baby mommy meeting or what have you and I'm gonna be this person yes I'm gonna smile I'm Mm -hmm. gonna smile for this amount of time and I can do that yeah once I leave
0: come home come home Yeah. yeah and exhausted from all the fakeness that I was. It's terrible how good we are at doing that as mothers, yeah. you know, and well, women in general, just putting that smile or veneer on things. Right. You know,
1: this yeah. was it. It was just like, yeah, it was really a sad time thinking about it. But yeah, so just going through that, just not really talking about it. So I never gave anyone the opportunity to say, me too, you know, or mm. this is how I'm feeling because. I just put on that great face
0: yeah and that's the thing that we kind of miss but I guess sometimes when we're in it we're you know we're not able to even see that kind of opportunity there because we're just Mm. about kind of treading water almost isn't it yeah Um, but actually the more that we share even if it feels vulnerable to share that the more kind of permission we give to others to like feel like they're not alone in whatever they're going through and you know to actually like talk up and speak up themselves if they need to or can help them they need to etc you know exactly. the more we kind of like brush things under the rug the kind of we do ourselves a disservice obviously but then we also do our friends and what and you know wider community a disservice in that way because yeah. we're not giving that you know we're not making it normal which it actually yeah. is you
1: know it actually is normal
0: so i would yeah. definitely encourage any viewers that are have or listeners
1: that mm. are are feeling that to just talk up to speak to someone because yeah you never know you never know that someone next to you is feeling the same
0: or, yeah and or they're like oh my god, god thank you for saying yeah
1: exactly exactly yeah. so I, I try not to live with regrets but thinking mm. just just that small thing of just speaking up speaking to mm. people would be really really important so fast forwarding on and have had my second child and that I wanted a um a two-year gap I had it all planned we're baby. good at planning aren't yes. we yes yeah next baby by the time my son was two so it'll be nice they will grow up together and then yay, yeah life is my own yeah. um two years has come two years has gone and I still haven't fallen pregnant mm-hmm. and that makes me feel really crappy as well and
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and it's just the spiral and poor husband putting him through making him have tests and so forth mm. just to see what's going on making sure I have tech want to go and yeah. have tests and so forth so that was a tough it's,
0: tough and it's weird isn't it when I, I don't know if you know this but we so we tried for a second but we only have one child one daughter and well only one she's amazing like yeah. <laughs> the one and only yeah. um but um, we tried for a really long time from when she was only about eight months old um, for a good, like, maybe three years. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, it can be really kind of un- disturbing, those kind of, like, I mean, fertility issues at any time are tough to deal with, right, and emotionally mm-hmm. hard. But I think there's something, uh, like, a weird dynamic of, like, well, wait, I got pregnant the first time so easily, or, you know, without th- all of this, like, what's going on now? It can feel a bit like an even more confusing puzzle, I think, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But then um, I finally got pregnant. I didn't need to have any help. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was the case of, okay, just stop. <laughs> just yeah. stop. And then it literally then happened. It's not always the way? Yeah. Like, so I was really <laughs> fortunate in that sense. But yeah, that happened. So I had had my lovely baby girl and that it was an amazing experience. And um, the pregnancy, I love being pregnant. That was mm. the one of the, apart from just having the baby, but just being pregnant yeah. is such a beautiful experience it for me. Is. Yeah, even the aches and the pains, I still just like just embraced it. It was like I'm, I'm yeah. growing life. Like I know,
0: yes, I well, would say that to my yeah. husband all the time. I used to tease him. I'd be like, what did you do today?" And he'd tell me, and I go, "Well, I've been growing a human life, life. so yeah. tops." Whatever you did, exactly. <laughs> Exactly,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's what I'm doing. Um, um, so yeah, so that was that was beautiful. And then you know, I get go back into work, I think I got a new job at that point. Um, no, I started, I so I was always still on a journey of I I know I have a higher purpose, I know I have a higher mm. purpose. But I just didn't know what it was. I would try businesses, so I became a charminder. Mm-hmm. And so you can start to see the pattern. I became a charminder yeah. supporting women while they went out to work. Mm. um looking after their kids but then I I soon realized as much as I liked kids when they went home I still had my kids so it was like there was never a downtime.
0: yes Yes. yeah
1: so I was like "Mm, I don't don't really like that anymore I want to talk to adults and have some adult time yeah
0: right so
1: I decided to train as a beautician um fell in love with doing that um Mm. started a business doing um, massage and nails and so forth again, making mm-hmm. women feel beautiful feel and yeah. loved exactly. And that was a joy. And I still do massage, but with with the spiritual elements now. And it was beautiful. But as you know, starting businesses mm-hmm. is, is, yep. is is beautiful, but it can be really tough. It and it yeah. is tough, especially if that's your main source of income. Um. So there was points where I had to dip in and now and go to work full time, etc. Mm. And then the business would. Not because you're not putting so much energy in it wouldn't yep. flourish and yeah, et cetera, et cetera. So at this point, one of the times I had gone back to work, I was temping and it was a great job. Um, again, supporting not just women, but in and a housing company, so just supporting mm. people's homes and helping them, um, with their needs. So mm. it's always been supporting, I'm always helping. So I mm. knew that that was my nature, I knew that yeah. that was the the line that I wanted to be down supporting yeah. people but but what doing what what am I truly love what is my passion
0: yeah
1: um but it got to the two year mark in this job so they made me permanent
0: mm-hmm.
1: loving it really close to home um it was all ticking the right boxes like certain money was coming in we could do certain things you know it's good on the outside yeah. it's great but I was not mm. I wasn't happy as much as it's ticking boxes and we can plan more we could go on holidays and do much more because there's a regular income I wasn't happy with that Mm, and
0: and why was that was that because you weren't fulfilling your purpose I wasn't fulfilling my
1: purpose yeah but yet it was a frustrating thing is but what is your purpose what is it I know it's helping but what is it so
0: that would be frustrating I totally get that I I I felt so kind of like purpose frustrated for yes. like all of my like twenties and basically half of my thirties. Um and I just couldn't I don't know, I just I think I was probably blocking myself on mm. like realizing, but I and I felt very much like um a victim of circumstance back then as well. Like that was I had a very kind of closed mindset, if you see. Um but I totally feel you. It's just it's it's really tough because you just feel like I don't know if you resonate with this, but I used to feel like I should be really grateful for this job that quote unquote yeah. pays well and has this, that and the other attached with it. And there were aspects of it that were good, but it just didn't like align with my soul. Not that I had that terminology then, yep. and it just yep. fell off and I just felt like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I just accept this? And then a part of me was screaming, like, don't just accept this. (laughs) That's like just dying inside, you know, there's got to be more to life than this. And then I would just be in this constant push pull of like, there's got to be more to life than this, but what? And I couldn't see what. Um, So I totally resonate with what you're saying there. Just that kind of just miserable, but on the outside, everything looks great.
1: Yes. And as you said, yeah, thinking, well, I should I'm thankful, I should be thankful, shouldn't I? I should be grateful. Mm. Write the grateful list. Just and you just yeah. you're just writing those really
0: shallow based grateful lists. Yeah, surface level gratitude. Sur- surface
1: yeah. level gratitude. And it did feel like I was recovering slowly dead
0: inside, just kind of numb. Yeah. Yes. Like that apathy uh, sets in, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's when I feel like that's where my spiritual awakening started happening because mm. I was feeling really glum and I was just again just not really talking to people started alienate myself or my friends because mm. it was like I I'm sick of hearing myself moan yeah. so I'm sure no one else wants to hear me moan so yeah. what's the best thing just keep myself to myself yeah and we'll, and we'll be good um but it just got to a point I think my friends the two friends actually. One at work and one um, just from personal was saying to me, go and visit. There's this lady that helps with chakras, mm. to help you unblock your chakras. And at that point, I've heard of chakras. I wasn't like, I was like, mm, OK, um, she can help you. And again, two different people, two different circumstances, work and friendship. And then my friend at work, she was like, you literally coming in every day and you can just see like life is just mm. draining from you yeah right lunchtime call this person make the appointment do it today do yeah. it today so I called and I made the appointment and then I um so we made that appointment for I don't know it was like on a Saturday after after the conversation and I went to see her and she done a chakra realignment and she said which ones were
0: blocked and she was definitely a lot of my throat chakra Mm. Which is not surprising if you weren't speaking Speak the truth. truth. Yeah.
1: yeah And she, she told me some few things. And oh my goodness, didn't I just, I just cried and I cried mm. and I cried. <laughs> She's probably, I know she, I know her na- now, but I'm probably thinking they're like, okay, it's time
0: for you to go now. Appointment's over. She <laughs> <laughs> probably wasn't. I think that must be really typical though for first time anybody's experiencing thing like that. That is that, that release, release that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that, and then, so we were just talking in through throughout the Tiv and she told me about um her friend and that friend, her story sounded really familiar. So I was like, Is your friend X? Yeah. I just did it. She's like, Yes. It was the same so the person that was telling me to go, the friendship, yeah that side was the same person that was telling me to go to her. So oh, two people were guiding me to this yeah. wonderful woman. Wow. And even before I really got into spirituality and knowing terminology, I, I was very aware of synchronicity. So I was like, "Well, mm-hmm. this is definitely meant to be. I was meant to see this woman." Yeah. And that's when, literally, poop hit the fan because
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can swear it's fine. <laughs> People are gonna probably laugh at the poop. I just felt like yeah, poop hit the fan. I think it sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> poop hit the hit fan. The fan. I
1: I went to, back to work and this thing started just crumbling things were going wrong mm. um at home things were, n- were not the best either like just things were just like oh my god like what is going on mm. lots of tears lots of fights with work I was just just not coping very well and it just I <laughs> felt I don't, can you imagine like I went I went in and asked for help but wasn't being supported and you know when you are asking for help and you're seeing that you're just not getting that support it's even more frustrating yeah and I'm
0: because to, to actually get to the point of asking you know it takes a lot doesn't it yeah you have to be at a certain point and then also to actually like be vulnerable enough to say I need support here and then to not get it it's just like oh, oh. yeah I get that
1: and it got to a point that I went into di- into the director of my department she said she said one thing to me I don't remember what it was now but all I know is I started crying in front mm. of a director
0: <laughs>
1: and I did not stop I was just crying and crying and crying and I just went outside and I called my husband and he's like you need to call the doctors you just need mm. to call the doctors so we did and I was was got able to get an appointment straight um, for that evening they make you fill out a form. Mm-hmm. and they said yeah you've got your anxiety and depression and blah 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 all the you know all the things that when you fill out the form it mm-hmm. comes out here's some tablets mm-hmm. um, and we're signing you off and yeah. of course I didn't take the tablets and I was yes. like this is not this is not the answer So, but I went back to the lady with the uh with my spiritual who'd help me with chakras and she started mm-hmm. helping me so that's oh, wow. how I started yep. with the spirituality and so you're me.
0: actually engaging in something for you exactly yeah to get some support that was yeah. the key
1: that I did differently that I didn't do before yes so as much as I was um in touch with my Buddhist friends from going down this spiritual road of the chakras being realigned I need I, I really felt like that was the journey that I wanted to to go on and to be yeah. helped and supported with so she really introduced me to meditation she introduced me to past lives let's mm. let's go back and do past life regression yeah um and it was just absolutely an amazing experience which I'm still going through but mm. um scary at the same time because things come up and and yeah. I went to start going to, and to, to let people know as much as I've done the spirituality I actually chose to go to therapy as well
0: I'm oh, good yeah privately yes. I paid
1: yeah Um, because they did have I think it's called talking therapy with the NHS yeah Um, but they give you six sessions and it's It's not really enough and you can end up just finding
0: like you've just cracked open like a can of worms and then you're sent off on your way yeah
1: so I just chose to do it privately so while Mm -hmm. I was doing that I was doing spiritual work at the same time just tying those Mm -hmm. both together um so much changed we could be here all day but so much with family values changed questioning things people like mm. denise, i don't know you who, who are you yeah. like i just want the old denise back and oh.
0: was that tough to hear
1: it was yeah it's funny you hear it a lot but i started to know that it wasn't me yeah as in
0: you're like that wasn't a real that person. wasn't
1: the real person mm. oh okay i'm saying certain things now and i'm challenging now because my yeah. throat chakra was blocked. i wasn't speaking up yeah. i wasn't i wasn't speaking my truth yeah and now I am speaking my truth. You're like,
0: oh. Yeah. And if that's going to inconvenience you or make you uncomfortable, too bad. <laughs> yeah. Too bad. Sorry. Yeah. so's
1: yeah. not So <laughs> like, Yeah. I was like, so just going through that. But when I, So when going through that and seeing how the spirituality was just absolutely the energies and engulfing my soul, just
0: reigniting me,
1: just, mm. it just felt so, so amazing.
0: So, did it make you feel like because that felt so amazing and so right and so true? Did it make you feel like for anybody who was kind of, uh, you know, disrupted by the fact that you were now mm-hmm. kind of challenging things, saying things, showing up differently? Did it make it kind of just seem like so worthwhile and well? Exactly, you know, so worthwhile. Well.
1: Yeah, people in my inner circle, I would have more in-depth conversations and try to mm. do the best to explain to them this is what I'm going through. Yeah. I'm not going back to the old Denise cuz she's not there anymore. Like, yeah. She's not there. I think
0: I think as well like whether it's like pure spirituality or just any kind of like personal development and personal growth and in that inner work, I think when we really embark on it in a big way, it can feel really unsettling for some people around us. And you'll notice like some people will acclimatize and some people will fall away. And I think for some people, the reason that it's unsettling though, for some it's just because it's unfamiliar and people don't like change. (laughs) Mm. Um, But I think for some people, it's because it's triggering for them because they feel unsafe about the fact that, oh, you are improving yourself, your life by doing this work. And it makes them feel like they want to kind of I don't know drag you back a little bit sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to well yeah but let's all hang out down here where we complain all the time and you know yeah yeah, yeah. I, to- I totally know how totally. that is yeah but
1: through through having the experience and going through the experience that's when it clicked it was like mm. this is my purpose you're like this, oh this this yeah this is my purpose this is helping women. Or even niching it down to be mothers that mm. that even might not even have um or had um postnatal, but becoming a mum and becoming a wife sometimes or just being in a long term relationship, you do lose mm. elements of yourself. Mm. You become yeah. so focused on that person, fulfilling their needs and making them happy to and to become a union, or you yes. or so focused on our children that we forget ourselves. Yeah. That we lose part of our identity I yeah. started to find out and work out who is Denise mm. what does Denise like I remember things that I liked in my 20s but now I'm in my 40s so what is she like now It was just like a yes. whole new it was an awakening it's a whole new
0: awakening of life kind of like rediscover yourself yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. I I so get that. I I find um a lot of the women who I work with, I'll ask them, you know, what what do you like? What do you like to do when you get some time for yourself? And sometimes I'm just met with a blank stare. (laughs) Like, I don't understand the question. You know? (laughs) Time for myself and like me type No. No, Um and that's one of the things that I encourage so many of my clients, if they are in that situation, to do is to start asking yourself, what do you like now? Like what did you it's good to start with, what did I like? before I became a mum, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because sometimes there's like those passions that you can like rekindle. Like one of my clients is getting back into singing Mm -hmm. that she used to really enjoy. Um, And sometimes you're like, actually, none of that resonates now, but I'm going to find new things, you know, Mm. because otherwise it's so easy to be like, oh, what do you love doing? Oh, I love hanging out with my kid. Yeah, yeah, of course. And (laughs) (laughs) what do you like doing for you? You know, and we don't give ourselves enough permission to pursue things just for us that yeah. don't have a purpose or an outcome necessarily always you know yeah. it's not ticking something off a list or being productive but just doing something just for us because it feels good so, yeah yeah
1: yeah and yeah. not having guilt with that exactly wow. yeah like, has guilt with that
0: yeah
1: it's like what one of the things i picked up during the first lockdown um was going for walks i would wake up earlier than everyone which wasn't always easy. I mean, in summer, it was nice because the sun, you know. Yeah, it it's easy early, for summer, was yeah. um, And I would go for a walk. It started at half an hour then it got up to an hour, hour and 45. And I would just walk around the local area or, or find the parks and walk around there, maybe sit there, maybe do a bit of meditation sometimes. But that time was for me. It even got to a point I was doing it three times a day. Oh, wow. Um, but maybe not as long, but the first one yeah. was definitely longer. But doing that for me, Mm. especially because lockdown you couldn't do much or do much that's all we could do <laughs> yeah do. exactly it was great because I would come back feeling that energy and just feeling like oh okay kids all right let me just go make you a lovely breakfast or let me go and do something because yeah. I've just had that time for me spotify's on singing my heart out or listening to an audible or whatever I was doing yeah. something for me full stop don't mm. feel guilty and then I'm just giving my my whole to everybody else and that what I loved and I actually still continue to do that I don't do it three times anymore this it's getting a bit cold but definitely every morning I'm out there doing my walk love it
0: that's so good. It's one of the lockdown gifts, right? Yeah. Like I I feel the same. So I started, I got up an hour before everybody um, from the beginning of lockdown. So I was like, I'm going to need some time for myself. This yeah. is going to be the thing that I feel the most. is <laughs> yeah. like squeezing that sort of free time that I'm so used to having prior to that. Um, And I get up every morning and I do some yoga. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like only 15 minutes. Sometimes it's like 45 minutes. Depends kind of, you know, what time I actually get up and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I've still kept it, you know, even when we got, came out of lockdown, back in, out, wherever. Yep. I've just, I've got that now, that time for me that is like a no matter what, I get to have this kind mm, of time. Mm. Totally guilt-free just feels so good.
1: It feels so good. It feels really good. And there's, and it's, I've noticed for some weeks I've fallen out of it. Just, you know, not, not often, but I've, I've really noticed quite quickly by day mm. two or three, you haven't, you haven't been for a walk and this is why you're a bit ratty or you haven't, yeah. get back on it do you know what is it lunchtime go now go now yeah. <laughs> get back on it um, just get out there get out yeah. there and and just quickly get back into that mindset and really raising my vibration like it's so, so important for me just mm. to have a high vibration because yeah you just need to feel good
0: Yes, that's I'm what life is for. Freedom.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yes.
0: Do you feel like having been through like various um, bouts of depression, depression, postnatal depression? Do you feel like now that you kind of have you have your like spiritual tools and gifts, and you do you know you have your inner work, but also just finding what feels good to you? Does it feel just kind of like an entirely different experience now? Now that you kind of understand and know what you can do for you to feel good?
1: Absolutely. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And it's it from having that experience and learning about myself again, re falling in love with myself again. Mm. Um and I say again, but actually I ask the question, do you really love yourself? Mm. Do you consciously think I love myself? Like we stop and think that. We do so many things unconsciously. We, we shower every day we we cook we do this we do that and we do them unconsciously yeah if you, you just go through the motions just go yeah. through the motions but actually I fell in love with myself and it wasn't oh, again I fell in love I with love myself that. for
0: like for the first, first time, time. Really. yeah and in that conscious way because I feel like mm. when we're born at least we have just a kind of unconditional self-love until it gets unprogrammed out of us basically. Yeah, exactly. yeah but it's that kind of falling in your love with yourself consciously and like yes. it's a choice and I'm like working on this relationship with myself and you know I'm nurturing this self-love isn't it it's a different thing isn't it
1: like exactly like when yeah. I talk to clients in it and then a lot of self-love and doubt comes up and so forth yeah. and I give them a task and I give this to your um listeners oh I love this when yes. you Go and have a shower because this might be the time where you're by yourself, especially if you have mm-hmm. kids. Shower consciously. Mm. Get that sponge. Get the soap. Literally watch the soap go into the sponge. Get it. Rub it on your hands, on your arms. Slowly. How does your How mm. does it feel? How does mm. the soap, the sponge feel in your hand? How does the the sponge feel on your skin? Slowly massaging yourself, doing your shoulders, your your breasts, your Everywhere, like really, every part of your body, you are consciously touching and feeling. How does mm. that feel? How wow. does that feel?
0: And that's so simple, and yet yeah, such a missed opportunity for us all the time, right. isn't it? And yeah. it can feel actually quite challenging if you're not used to being really conscious and also giving yourself that time, yeah, and that pleasure of like, I'm just doing this. I'm not just going to getting it done. Lather up, in and out you know yeah. get it done it's kind of like actually enjoying the process enjoying taking care of yourself yeah enjoying tending to yourself exactly that.
1: exactly mm.
0: and it's so simple and so accessible so it's an amazing tip I love that that is that is and it's so nice to then come back for
1: another session and hear like oh my god that was just so surreal and I didn't even know that the showers shower just smelled so nice or this or yeah. you know because you're just so programmed
0: to do, 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 and do it really quickly yeah. And your brain's on, like, what am I going to make for dinner? Oh, I must forget, mustn't forget the kids' PE kits. <laughs> you know, like absolutely. Yeah.
1: So that mm-hmm. is one of the tools I love to give my clients. Like, just oh, consciously have
0: a shower. That's so good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, so we've been talking about your clients a little bit, but tell us about kind of, you know, so you were on your own spiritual awakening and then you realize like this is my purpose this is my passion I want to help other women in this way tell us about how you actually got started in your business as it is now
1: so how it was now I was like what can I do I and, and you start thinking about well I like to support women because I've been doing mm-hmm. that for like forever forever yeah forever and what capacity can you help them with um, and not even knowing that it was going to be online at first I thought it I was doing the mindset of oh, yes I will see everybody and it would be mm-hmm. um like a circle or me and so forth but then it was like actually think business wise how if you want to be accessible to the world and to mm-hmm. so many other women not just in your local vicinity what can you do and that's where coaching came in so that's when I decided to take a course mm-hmm. um and it was just like amazing I think I started with a um I can't remember which one of course I've done. I've done so many different mini courses and so forth, but just doing a coaching course. And it was just Mm. like, yes, this Mm -hmm. is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give my tips and tricks that I've learned through Mm. my journey and help women through theirs. Yeah. And just bundle it up in a nice little package.
0: (laughs) I love it. And then it takes like the times that have felt like a struggle for you and turns it into a gift for somebody else basically exactly Exactly. so because I've had businesses
1: before I did know the struggles Mm -hmm. so it's not always the the easiest as in advertising talking about it being consistent online when I do have a client when they find me and I find them and we just connect it's such a beautiful experience and it Mm. reminds me of why I'm doing it because it can it can be frustrating you might you know before you have have a team you're doing everything mm-hmm. by yourself yes
0: yeah. and I'm learning now and we've to, all been there like everybody starts there and and yeah, is there yeah, for a while, while. yeah so yeah. doing
1: everything by myself and it's like you know, oh my goodness
0: oh I forgot to post
1: today yeah. oh but I've got my client and I've got this doing oh but I forgot to, to say this or you know it's just yeah. like oh so but I enjoy it I absolutely mm. enjoy it like Last night um I had a a card reading with a client and she was in Canada and it's just it's again when you're fully present and it's like, wow, Mm. someone else in another part of the world, it's two two o'clock in the afternoon for them and Mm -hmm. it's seven o'clock here and it's pouring with rain and it's cold, but yet you're still able to support someone at that moment. It's just like it's amazing.
0: So amazing. So So good. And then it reminds you of like why you're doing everything else in business, like the marketing, or like I know like um one of the things I help a lot of my clients with is, is feeling good about selling. And I'm like, but that's why you do it to get yep. to that point of being with that person, connecting with them, serving them, helping them get the outcome or the product or whatever it is that you you know create and facilitate for them. That's yep. why. That's why <laughs> yeah.
1: and it yes. literally so straight after that had that, then I had my Sunday evening meditations. Mm. and supporting the women there and we're going for the guided meditations and then we're talking about um what they saw on their visions and just just deciphering those and talking about them I came off I think it was just after nine and oh my goodness I was on cloud nine or higher I was just feeling like this is exactly why I do what I do this is exactly it
0: oh such a good feeling isn't it when you just know that you are you're like Finally, after all of those years of wondering, I'm like, yes! what am I supposed to be doing with my life? You're like, yes, yes. jackpot. Yeah. This is it. This is it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It really, is, it, it really is the classic case of if I'm just helping one person. Yeah. Just helping one person, I just feel so amazing. Yeah. But that day, I helped three. Woo-hoo. It's so good.
0: I love it. <laughs> and what the um listeners won't know is that um, you did a card reading for me recently, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. And it was such an incredible experience. Oh my goodness! You ladies need to <laughs> speak to Denise because you've got some like amazing intuitive gifts. I just found it so powerful. So much of it resonated with me. I was like making like notes when you were like speaking to me, and then afterwards I was like just going through them, and it was just so much in it. That was yeah. so insightful. And really also helped me to, it was kind of interesting because it really helped me to kind of like order things in my mind a little bit. Does that make sense? You know yeah. how when you are kind of, there's things sort of swirling a little bit in like things that you might be calling in or creating or sometimes even something that you're sort of reaching for or seeking that you haven't actually fully sort of been able to put words to yet. You know, there's just a sensation, you know, in that very beginning phases of certain things. Mm-hmm, um, and mm-hmm. so I feel like you picked up on a, a couple of those things in in our session and it was really helpful for me because I was like, oh my goodness, yes, I wouldn't have, it would have taken me a really good while to arrive at, yes, that actually mm-hmm. described mm-hmm. really perfectly for me the thing there that I'm um, looking to call in, which means that I can do it now so much quicker because I have the specificity, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, it was just so so cool and i just felt so connected to you in it and that was the first time we've met on zoom right yep, so yeah it's like even though we've like chatted back and forth on voice notes and stuff in instagram it's not like we've actually had that kind of face to faces as you can get these days yeah um and so yeah i definitely urge anybody who um who's listening who feels called to do that to to book a card reading with you because that was just a really special experience it was it was beautiful
1: it was i love connecting with ladies and just doing that that first part in the beginning um Having that little connection meditation just yeah. enhances it even more. It is. It's a beautiful experience. I'm really gifted. I'm gifted. Wow. I'm thankful, but yes, I am gifted. You are gifted.
0: Own <laughs> that, my love. Own that. it Yes. I it.
1: Spirit just said you're gifted, and I'm like, oh yes, I am. Yes, I yes, am. Yes, I am. Yeah. I
0: love that. Yeah, and you definitely are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It is. It is. I, I love it. I love supporting women in that way as well. What's your like vision? Like, what's your big plan big vision what's next for you in your business like what do you if you could wave magic wand and you know do anything what are you here to do on a big scale
1: on a big scale i want to be serving women on a big scale i want Mm. to be having um seminars or face-to-face ones i can't wait Mm. to the the point where we can actually be together again in rooms sitting next to each other (laughs) (laughs) and just supporting women maybe
0: even hugging hugging. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs)
1: um I really for me um I've got such a passion for wanting to help women in the corporate world who Mm. especially mums just as going through similar similar situations that I did yeah and me yeah. Yeah, and you did as well. Like, where were
0: you, Denise? When where were you... you?
1: Where was <laughs> I? Just going, able to go into organisations and giving talks and giving mm-hmm. tools and tips and tricks to especially women of how to deal, manage with stress, to yeah. in in work, home life balance, and giving yeah. and helping them with that. Yeah, that's what I would absolutely love to do. Yeah, if we have to scale it back, in we got not scale it back, but if we have to bring it online, again same thing with organisations but i really want to start I'm, I'm doing group um, coaching mm. i feel like that is my calling i love mm. the one to ones it's very intimate and it's beautiful yeah but i feel when us women get together it is it's, phenomenal.
0: it's phenomenal yeah it really is it's so special I've, I've had my eyes opened up to that since being so i'm in a, I, I always kind of clung or gravitated to more of the intimate one-on-one smaller kind of um, situations which is partly because of my school experience which we won't go into um (laughs) burnt by groups (laughs) um but um but yeah uh, so I'm in a mastermind and I've been in there for Oh my goodness, it must be coming up for two years now. It's definitely more than eighteen months, and um, and I was just like, I really was craving that kind of feeling of having peers, yeah, and having like that kinship of women who, and like a sense of sisterhood, you know, that comes yes. from women who get it, who are in it together, striving and oh, having that embracing that inner work and that growth mindset and everything, and like you know, striving but at the same time not struggling, you know, that kind of yeah. beautiful mix. And I was. And I was just kind of hoping for like friends that get it, but I got so much more than that. And that energy of the collective of when women come together is phenomenal. And it can really like propel you forward and also at the same time, nurture you and hold you in a way that, is a different experience for us, right? Mm. If we allow ourselves to like lean into the feminine energy of being supported by a group. And I absolutely, I'm obsessed with it now. Mm. Now I'm a complete convert and I'm like, yes, I love the collective energy. It's like everything, you know, we come together. And now obviously I, you know, have my, mine so i just like i'm excited for for you to be doing that more as well and experiencing like it's so it's great to be in it and it's but it's also incredible to create that container for the women and bring women together like that it's just so so magical and seeing them supporting each other and just like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah they're doing it look at them yeah (laughs)
1: absolutely that is that for me it's just that would be pure joy that would be an absolute pure joy
0: oh I can't wait. I'm excited for the people who get to join whatever you create next. Thank you. (laughs) you. Um, So, Denise, talking about groups and talking about what you're doing next, let's tell the people so that they can get involved. What have you got going on?
1: So, I'm so excited to be talking about it. So, thanks, Corey for bringing it up. So, I'm going to be launching
0: a group. This is hot off the press as we're recording this. This (laughs) is.
1: This is. So, you're going to be the first ones to know um, a group coaching program called Awakening Your Feminine. Mm. I, I'm just so excited to even talk about it. Like Corey can see my face right now, like I'm so, <laughs> so excited. But um she's we, lit this, up from within. I love it. Literally through that we are going to be diving deep into your divine feminine. And mm. what I mean by that is just really starting to understand your feminine essence. So, Mm -hmm. with the the feminine, um, side of yourself, it's it's about being playful and Mm -hmm. excited and Mm -hmm. feeling free and being unapologetically you. And that is so important. That is like that is in my bio: being unapologetically you. To Mm -hmm. really start understanding and connecting with your inner body. So, for example, uh, as as we talked about earlier, when you feel like you can't speak up. Mm-hmm. Where do you feel that tension in your body? Yeah. So for me, my telltale signs is when I'm not speaking my truth, I feel a, a sharp pain in my arm. Very distinctive. Oh, very wow. distinctive, yeah. and that's because I've, I've developed those those because you're in tune symptoms, with it. Very yeah. in tune with that. So mm. I know I'm not speaking my truth, and it doesn't mean that through that I will just go in and go. Blah, 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 blah. No, no. Yeah. I then address that. Mm-hmm. And then start to speak, not just straight from my head and from my ego, I straight talk from my heart space. Mm. And that's what I like teaching women. And I want to teach women as a collective how to to talk from your heart space
0: Mm.
1: and to be confident when you are speaking your truth. Yeah. So we do a lot of guided meditation. And we do some breath work as well. Mm -hmm. And we... And I also help because I've had um, trained massage therapists. Mm -hmm. I do, I I help you connect with your body through self-massage.
0: There'll
1: be elements of giving yourself hand massages, massaging your throat chakra and your, and and just really diving deep into that. There's one thing that, that you might not know as well, that I'm a tantra practitioner
0: oh I didn't know
1: this is interesting (laughs) and I don't publicize that yet because I'm still learning through that but it's not as soon as people hear tantra they think oh saucy yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's about connecting with your your feminine side it's about really understanding the the essence of, of your being yeah knowing that in such a male society that you can be confident in who you are you can Mm. show up you can be emotional if you want to be
0: and that's okay yes yeah
1: and that's what I want to teach and that's what's going to be in the group and as I said I love a collective of women coming together and seeing them learning and helping each other for me Mm. that just brings so so much joy So I would love for your women to know more about it. They can go to my website. Yep. It's www.denisebacca.com forward slash awakening your feminine.
0: Amazing. We'll pop that in the show notes as well.
1: Thank you so much. So yes, there will be a wait list. Um, I'm sure, no shadow of a doubt, this is going to be filled up. It's going to be really intimate setting as well. Yeah because as i said i love the one to one but it as a group collective a small intimate collective mm. is is beautiful is beautiful
0: yeah and especially that sort of work like that awakening and kind of stepping into and embodying more of the like feminine energy it's so nice doing that as a group because presumably you get that kind of benefit of the kind of permission that we're all doing this together and it doesn't feel like mm, is this Silly me doing this on my own, or actually it's not really important, I won't do it. Or it's very easy for us to kind of just push away the kind of that side of things and to think, oh, I'll do it later after I've got all my jobs done or Mm, whatever. mm. But something about when you come together as a group of women and you're kind of like all there for that purpose makes you show up for yourself more, actually, doesn't it? Yeah. Because you're giving kind of given permission by the collective to do that. Yes,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Very excited. beautiful oh my
0: goodness go ahead over to denise's website and find out more my loves i think that sounds amazing um and also just so you know denise also does card readings like i've been to and new moon and full moon um group meditations is that right
1: yes it is we do the new Um, moon and the full moon
0: and we're recording this on the new moon, actually, and I'm going to the new moon session tonight, so. Yep, <laughs> she's excited. having a double dose
1: of Denise. I double Denise wait. Day. Yep, I'm so excited, I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> and it's an eclipse new moon as well, yes, so everything yeah. is like supercharged. Yeah, it's like, its, well, it's like literally in like 20, 25 minutes, there's going to be the solar eclipse, isn't there? So yep. I'm going to go watch that online. Yeah, yep, um, yep. So Absolutely. All So all the high vibe energy, I'm excited. I know, um, I know. Thank Thanks. you so much, Denise. I really want to thank you for just sharing your story so freely and so openly and just being so real and honest about, you know, the challenges that you have faced and then how you've come through the other side and like, you know, how that was the kind of start of your spiritual awakening. Because I think it's just so beneficial for, you know, everybody who might be listening, anybody who's been through that or can reson- I'm sure so many will be resonating with various aspects of what you shared. So I just really want to. Thank you for your generosity and sharing so much today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure.
0: And there we have it, my loves. I hope you massively enjoyed hanging out with Denise and I as much as we enjoyed hanging out here together and sharing our conversation with you. If you want to find out more about today's show and Denise, you can do so over on my website at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash Denise. Um, and also just to reiterate the link to Denise's brand new exclusive, you heard it here first. Um, Group program is www.denisebacker.com forward slash awakening your feminine. So go and check out the show notes. Check out Denise's website. Also, don't forget to hit her up on Instagram at DeniseBacker underscore com. Like I said, all of these links are in the show notes, though, over on the website. So you can go and check them out over there. Share the love. This is self love month, isn't it, my love? (laughs) See what I did there? share the love because sharing is caring and hey as women i think we all need to be falling in love with ourselves right now and i mean always but particularly right now do we not so if you really enjoyed today's episode share the love share this episode take a screenshot of this share it on Instagram and tag Denise and I. You can tag me at Corrie Javid. And like I said, you can tag Denise at DeniseBacker underscore com. And we would love to see you sharing the love so we can share it right back at you. Uh, I massively enjoyed today's show and never forget my love, you are limitless. Bye for now. So, my love, you know what they say, sharing is caring. If you loved today's episode, then help a mother out. I would be so grateful if you would take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player right now and post it to your Insta stories, tagging me at Corrie Javid, and help me get the word out that we get to be successful because we're mothers, not in spite of it. Let's save as many other mothers in bits as we can from this old paradigm of hustle, effort, and sacrifice. And let's spread the word on energy over effort, shall we? Thanks, love.